0: I was debating whether or not to publish the segment that I recorded the other day after my race, because it is a little bit of a mixture between a rant and and an advice. So hang on for the ride. (music) Hello, everyone. Sirus from Germany. My name is Judel kiesk and I welcome you to this episode of Running and Fabulous, a podcast created to ignite and empower new and amateur runners to hit the road and push themselves to the very next level. You know, there are like some things, uh, some runners, we all have a different way of running. We all have our own little quirks and things when we're on a race. And we do what we got to do in order to get that race done. I appreciate that. I love all runners of the earth. I think you rock. And if you are running any marathons, have marathons, 10Ks, 5Ks, whatever it is you're running, I love it. Keep going for it. But today I had an experience which was not very comfortable for me and that is I normally when I'm running and especially trail run there's really nobody to cheer you along the way you are pretty much on your own and if you have a certain pace that no one else has you really are pretty much on your own and uh, there were people spares around me you know I um I uh Just everybody kind of find their rhythm and enjoy their run and they keep at it, right? And sometimes it happens that you find somebody that has your pace and you keep with this person. You keep with this person, and sometimes it gets even funny because you motivate each other, and you go like, "Yeah, come on, come on, come on, catch up to me," you know. But today I had a situation where there was a person that was pegged onto me. He pegged onto me to keep on my pace, and the trouble was that his style of running was uh, heavy breathing. So you see uh, there are some runners that you hear them, you know, you hear them coming and they and they breathe like this. (laughs) It's, It's like a manner of pacing themselves, right? It's their own like, you know, metronome. So they keep, they keep the pace, they keep the pace and they keep it with this breath, which is generally very loud. And that's like, all right, if you're on your own, you're finding your rhythm, you're passing people, you're letting people go. But if you're pegging to somebody, this is extremely disturbing. You know, because every runner, whether you breathe loud or whether you breathe uh, very, uh, you know, low, every runner is listening to his or her breath. So when you come and you're a loud metronome, you know, you're loud on your breathing, and this is keeping your pace, you're your pace is actually disrupting that other runner that you're actually pegging yourself to uh, without even asking, right? So I had the situation today that I had a guy that was doing this, um, you know, he was doing this heavy breathing when he was running. and. I, you know, after a little while, like it's all right if it passes by or whatever. But after a little while, you're like, oh, this guy is not going to go away, you know. So basically, instead of me hearing the beautiful sound of the wind telling me in the ears that I rock, <laughs> you're going to get this race, you're going to rock it, you're going to be awesome. <laughs> I hear this guy's pace, you know. And uh, I, I said to myself, this, this, "I gotta, I gotta get away." So basically, I, I slow down. I stay behind him. He slows down. I go to the side and I speed up. And he speeds up, and he is right on my trail. And I was just like, guy, we got to break up. Like, your pace is just not working for me. Like, your, your, your rhythm is not working for me. Your breathing pattern is disturbing me. And, like, he didn't get that, right? So, basically... What I did is that I um, uh, I slowed down like I at one point I speed up to like 450 per kilometer. I looked at my at my watch and I'm thinking this is not what I want to be doing in the middle of the race So I sped up anyways and the guy sped up and caught up with me and then I slowed down to six minutes per kilometer or something like this or 545 I slowed down significantly and and the guy slows down. So I'm just like, all right, something's got to give because, look, I'm not competing with you. I am here for myself, and I understand you need a pacemaker, but, you know, your pattern is not working with me. So I'm thinking, we got to break up, boy. We got to break up. This is not working out. So basically, I realized that that was going to, he's using me as a pacemaker, to keep his tempo and uh and then i i just i sped up and I never looked back. <laughs> I sped up, and then after I was a few meters, you know, I don't know, 20, I didn't hear him anymore. Then I actually went back down to the temple that I wanted to keep, and then I, I didn't see him again. He stayed behind. You know, that kind of strategy is is not too good if you're, if you're running. If you're running your first half, second half, whatever it is, generally, if you have trained with somebody that has this pace that you guys got it worked out, and stuff like that, that really works. But if you have not trained with somebody and you're just making your race peg onto somebody else the entire time, like what I noticed that he did later on, he actually pegged onto a girl that I passed when I was trying to pass, uh, leaving behind, um, he pegged on to her and i saw them coming and i hear the the breathing and i see them together and i'm like oh maybe this is somebody else because um, there's two of them you know and then you know <laughs> she realized that the guy would not leave her her side and at some point i saw her turn look at him and just look ahead and just sped up and left him a bit behind and then i was just like and me too don't look at me don't peg on to me because that honey that is annoying so if you are a heavy breather, look, we love you and we totally we root for you, we want you to make it, but understand that but that every runner has a, their own breathing pattern, we listen to our body and our breathing pattern in order to make our goals, when you're running alone, when you're testing things out, and whatever thing you find your rhythm and that's the one that you use when you are racing. Actually, not really the, the comfortable rhythm, but the one that you push yourself up a notch because by racing, you always kind of want to do better than when you're doing normal training. So the point is, is that these type of runners, they need, you like you need to run on your own. And I saw many, I heard more than one person with this type of breathing pattern. It's all right as long as you don't peg onto somebody else because you are going to disrupt the rhythm of that other person. So I don't want to bash on you, you know, I love you, you're a runner, you're in my team, but honey, let's think about the other runners as well, and um, yeah. Eventually, I kind of left the guy in the dust. I never saw him again. I have no idea what time he got. But these type of strategies don't generally work too much because when you have, uh, you peg onto a pacemaker that you don't know what their time is, what happens is that you um, you may exhaust your energy on the way because that's not your rhythm, right? You may uh, not really make it. In the marathons, for example, they are official pacemakers. So when I say I've trained for 3.45, then I'm going to be pegging myself to that pacemaker. So that means that I'm going to be running around this pacemaker so that I make my goal. But they are trained to run 345, right? Or whatever pace. I'm saying 345 because that's what I trained for Berlin last year. But anyway, so they are pegged to run at that race. And when you know that they are the official pacemakers, you know that you can rely on this person to actually lead you to your end goal with that that you yourself also trained for but when you are like picking random people on a race you don't know like what they trained for you don't know what their goals are and you're just kind of like an orphan light uh, hanging on to anything that comes your way and that's usually not a very good strategy and for the most part I don't have a problem with that people picking on to me but I do have a problem if something about this person is disrupting my pattern it's disrupting my rhythm, and that's what I experienced today. And you know, it's it's kind of yeah, whatnot. I mean, I didn't plan on doing this kind of speed work in the middle of the workout, and whatnot. You know, I was trying to conserve energy, and just uh, anyways, it's done, my friends. It's done. It's over. We are finished. First half marathon of the year is complete. <laughs> Mission complete. And with that, my fabulous listeners, this podcast has come to an end. I am super pumped still. I can't believe it, even though I I guess it was the food. It was the food. I will put a podcast out about what I eat immediately after a race because uh, I have big quarrels with what is being offered at races after a race. And I will just put a podcast on the side, just talk about food. Because I think it's important that you know about that. But this podcast is already too long. So I'm going to say goodbye. And if you want to keep in touch, you can find me on Facebook at Judelke Escobores. I am the only Judelke Escobores you will find. And if you want to get really annoyed or get inspired, whichever one you want. I posted today about every five minutes uh, <laughs> what was going on on the race, in and outside of the race. And uh, you can go check it out. Judelke Escobores.com at facebook or we can link up on instagram and that is at running and fabulous have a shoot and shoot and tag and hasta la vista baby <laughs> ciao